Welcome back, people. It's episode 44 of the Taxi Squad Podcast. It is either November 2, 2022, or November 3, whatever day you prefer. (laughs) Vinny, we're back. What's going on? Dude, nothing's going on. Um, Obviously, the NFL trade deadline just happened. I feel like it's been a very busy time with sports. Um, hmm. World Series is right smack dab in the middle. I'm loving the outlook so far as well. So I'm ready to get some chats in, my guy. I mean, hey, we chat about sports on this show. That's what we do. I'm I'm jacked with you. I, I mean, hey, I mean, it was a it was a pretty uh, it was a pretty interesting start to the World Series. Needless to say, uh, happy the Phils got one in in Houston. We'll get further into that, and you know the the Phils predictions, but um. I mean, Vinny, we're back with a strange and unusual. I, I, I just think we got to get right, right into it. It's very home-based, this one. This one applies a lot to us. <laughs> I don't know if it necessarily applies to us. Well, what we usually go over for strange and unusual. Not what we do. On oh, yes. There time. is some interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Took that a little too literally. I was like, who the fuck does this guy think he is? <laughs> uh, but, no, we are back to some sort of adultery or something. Sexually I don't even know what I call this. Just like assault. <laughs> I guess exposure. Yeah. One of the two. So I sent this to Vince the other day. I was like, "Oh, this is it. This is a strange and unusual. We need to go off of." Easy. And with that being said, Josh Primo. Okay, he's got a real. He's got a real gangster name, Primo. Primo. You think they called him Primo? I'm sure. I actually. They could. I would have called him Primo. Like, oh, Primo! <laughs> what are you doing, showing your willy around everybody? Hey, yeah. <laughs> so, good. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. You're a good thing. Good. Um. Yeah. So Josh Primo, um, allegedly, uh, multiple times exposed himself to women, uh, at and around the San Antonio Spurs, um, training and court and all the arena and everything like that he gets uh released from the spurs on monday and no one wants to take him mind you he's 19 12th overall pick came out with a statement basically saying hey like i'm working on my mental health or whatever it may be but he's basically just whipping dong out like antonio brown in that pool and you can't be doing that so he cleared waivers and now he's a free agent so we'll see if anybody picks him up i'm looking at you new new oh brooklyn that's excuse me I'm looking at I'm looking at you, Chicago Bulls. Go 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 get some young talent. No. And, you know, maybe he he doesn't show. Us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't That's even uh, don't even get him. <laughs> Signs a contract clause. All right, sign here. Yeah. Don't whip it out. Don't Keep whip it. <laughs> you whip it out. You're done. All right. Yeah. You're done. You hear me? You're done. I just what what do you think goes through this guy's mind? That he, that he says he has to get his mind right. Like what? Like what's going through your mind when you're just like walking around, just being like, "Look at my dick." That's what I right. like. You know, to what get into doing? dangerous territory of, of takes here. Like I feel like he was just a young dude that um, has been told he's like good and awesome his whole life, and people have always just been like, "Yo, you can do whatever," and people like will want to have sex with him and all that shit. So he's kind of just like everybody should want to fuck me all the time, and that's probably what he's doing. So he's like. It's not even that bad. I just showed her my dick. But in reality, in a professional setting, uh, that's assault. He's a 19-year-old man, um, so that's definitely assault. And you can't fucking do that. And I think he was just, like, too big for his britches. That's what at least I hope it is so we can learn from it. Because if not, like, 
and like that's the thing too. I've been nineteen, and I'm like, you know what? I don't have to do that to people because that's fucking weird, you know. Because <laughs> like, a, I'd be embarrassed, and and b, right. I'd be afraid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> honestly, the former rather than the latter. <laughs> like my dick. Okay, like what? <laughs> what to do? Put that thing away. Jesus. It's normal. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's just like I don't really understand um, what his what his intention was with this. And also, you know, don't fumble the NBA bag. And right now, he has. So we'll see. I well, I got to assume someone's going to pick him up at some point. You know. Oh yeah, I mean, twelfth pick in the draft. You got to hope that you know he kid learns his lesson and moves from there. But yeah, if he right, doesn't, Bob, you're just a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically. If, if that's the reason you're out of the league, and someone's like, "Well, he could have been great," he just <laughs> loves to whip dong out and really that was like a thirty medication. for thirty. And now, on 30 for 30, the, the dog of, night. <laughs> the dog night. I like the it. story of a legend who showed his willy too often. Yeah, just like, yeah, I don't know. That's never been a thought process for me. I don't really understand the intention behind that Josh Primo. But put your dick away. That's our takeaway. Moral the story. Moral the story. Don't, don't whip it out. Put your dick whip, away. Whip it out. Yeah. Keep it out. Keep it in. Until it's not. <laughs> keep, I want to make it yeah. clear. No, don't, don't keep it out. No, keep no. it in. Keep it loose. And the words, and the words of Amos Lee. Keep yes. it loose. Keep it tight. All right. So I don't know if that applies here, but it, it just sounded good at the moment, Vince. Um, so we have Vince. I mean, I kind of like this idea, but yeah. uh, this is kind of just a new, like, fun segment, and I think it's yeah. cool. Uh, just dope shit we have to talk about. Yeah, I feel like we miss something sometimes weekly when we're just like, we got to talk about football, we got to talk about baseball, whatever it may be. There's other sports and other random things that happen that we can touch on that aren't necessarily strange and unusual, but they're pretty badass or pretty wild and out there. Um, so, on board. What, yeah, so what I ended up uh, texting you and we talked about this, but Ross Chastain of the NASCAR, this is the first NASCAR <laughs> reference on the pod, so shout out to NASCARs, uh, pulls a bit of a ballsy move going full throttle. Um, on the wall to basically slingshot himself into the top four at the Xfinity 500, which essentially puts him in the playoffs um, and overpasses Denny Hamlin, who was trying to get into that as well. So no one's ever done this. I feel like they're going to make a rule around it or something, but he basically used the wall to go full throttle and just blow by he, everybody. He just, cool. he just, you know, that's that's just a little shake and bake, buddy. Uh-huh. You know? and, and he just harnessed his inner move. Fuck he yeah, just harnessed his inner Dale, and he raised hell. All right, in the words of Norman Nate, because at times you got to raise hell and praise Dale. Uh, so, so he did exactly that. The Ross Chastain, um, and and I will tell you this: this was a move that was only done in video games, mind you. Uh, so mm-hmm. NASCAR in two thousand six is kind of yeah. where this all originated, uh, and, and I grew up playing NASCAR games uh, because my dad's a NASCAR, NASCAR guy. In case you haven't gathered that. I, you know, believe it or not, I kind of can talk very intelligently about this. So like in the past, you know, if you wanted to draft and kind of do this, you know, you, you take the chance and you see what you could do. I don't think there's going to be any rules necessarily brought in. If there is, a lot of guys didn't racing. like it. A lot of guys. Well, Rubbin's like racing. Rubbin's racing. Right. You know, that's that's all I'm going to say. If you harness that to do it and you didn't hurt anybody in the process, potentially, but yourself well. All power to you, buddy. I mean, this is NASCAR racing. We have to understand the history of NASCAR was a bunch of bootleg runners souping up their fucking cars to go race them on the weekends. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was all start off booze running and illegal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's 
that's how NASCAR started in Daytona. High five. So, you know, with all that being, you know, with all that being said, everybody's, you know, this is modern day Dale Earnhardt because Dale's thing was he'd pass you in the grass, passing the grass. That that was Dale's thing, and yeah. and Ross's thing clearly is ride the wall home. So ride the wall. I love home. it. Ride the wall home. He's just like, well, fuck it, buddy. Gone. And, and I I just saw the video and I was like, that was genius. And then I was like, that couldn't be legal. I realized it was no one just no one's just ever done it before, which is kind of crazy what, to me because you think at some point somebody would have. That's what makes NASCAR so wonderful. Um, it, it actually has been done before. It, it just before the social medias. So right. Carl Edwards actually did this. No shit. Uh, many many moons ago, when Carl Edwards was still driving, drove the '99 right. Office Max car. Yeah, <laughs> how I remember, I remember this vividly no actually, clue. and I didn't watch NASCAR ever. He did it at Talladega, and he was trying to come up the field real quick to try and see what he could do to get exactly that, to get more points to get in the run. But the championship race is what they call it. They used to call it the Winston Cup, buddy. All right, before it got commercialized. I'm um, a lot right now. Keep going. <laughs> so, actually, no, back then, my bad, it was the Nextel Cup, and then it got okay. converted into the Sprint Cup, right? So, right. back then, <laughs> Carl Edwards did the same thing, rolled the top of the line, he unfortunately wrecked because he did it too soon. And they asked him, what were you thinking right there? You passed like six cars doing that. He's like, well, in the simulators, it always works. <laughs> and he yeah. said, and that's what I'll do in, in the simulators, which is which is essentially NASCAR heat. And yeah. he said, I'll do it in the simulator when I'm at home and it'll work. He's like, but no, it doesn't really work there unless you just want to get pegged into the wall. And Ross Chastain said, well, wait a minute. Carl Edwards did it. I got an opening. I, could, yeah. I, I, got, I got the opening. It's the last half of the race. Fuck it. I'm out. I, I thought it was great. I honestly, that's, that's, that's what racing should be about because like an F1, that would never happen. And F1, yeah, they I mean, smell their own there's farts. So many, there's too many rules. Okay. But there's F1 is electric. Rules. I will say that. I, F1 I is electric, like but in like, it's like bougie racing. There's yes. a lot of money in it. There's Women wear fancy hats. All the drivers are five foot two and they date like <laughs> six foot small. one supermodels from, Hey, like Sweden or some shit. I mean, I'm not going to hate it. I'm not going to hate it. You know, I mean, let's, let's face it. How many races get held in Monaco and the queen of Monaco is there. It's like, huh? Yeah. It's insane. It's a different, it's a different thing. Yeah. Mind you, the queen of Monaco, which is in the South of France, she's in her like early forties. And mind you, this woman is like gorgeous. Like that's the thing. of Monaco. I'm single. Let's go. <laughs> Queen of Monaco. <laughs> Vinny the Taxi Squad podcast would like to yeah. take you on a nice evening oh, in Roma. Yeah, she's 40, She's 44 and beautiful. Look at that. Exactly. Know. See? I like this new segment. We're learning a shit ton right now. <laughs> we learned so much in dope shit we have to talk about. You're welcome, people. I yes. didn't know that you could learn this much about racing in a matter of five minutes, but you just did. Yeah. Look at us. Oh, congrats. Um, I'm going to go to the next one here. So... <clears throat> Elon Musk bought Twitter. People know. Um, he Did wanted he? to get out of it. He didn't get out of it. He owns Twitter now. It's kind of a chaos move right now. Um, I don't know if I like it or hate it, but that's beside the point. Um, I love it. So there's a report that he was going to charge verified users $20 to keep their check marks. So they're verified. You know, look at me. I'm famous. This is the real me. Moved it down to eight. Whatever. Not the purpose. I learned the history of that. And I thought it was very applicable to what we're doing here because the person that kind of got that into gear was one, the one, the only 
Mr. Tony LaRussa, naturally. TLR. TLR. We know him. We've talked about him and nothing positive, honestly. So the reason that Twitter has verified accounts in the first place is because Tony LaRussa sued Twitter over an like an imposter impersonator account that said they were Tony LaRussa putting out like random things that were out there. He sued them and said, hey, someone's trying to act like me and put bad blood on my name. He's put enough bad blood on his own name. I will say that now. But... He's the reason that Twitter actually started verifying people, which you have to assume moves on to other social media platforms as well. I mean, hey, if TLR is the reason people get blue check marks, that guy needs to uh, figure out how he can monetize that shit. Because, That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, he's older than dirt. Yeah, he's not trying to make money anymore. <laughs> no, he's, he's made all of his money. Yeah. He, he's done falling asleep in dugouts, and now he's going to take on the Twitterverse. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> we're good with you tl but it is it is interesting because that's not the person that i would uh yeah would put my you would have thought it would have been somebody a little bit bigger than that guy but it was tlr all along yep and especially at, at that guy. time you know he was still big so tony LaRusso is the reason that there's check marks on social media people so just don't forget that he's good for something and that's what he's good for something I mean, just after the 2010s, ball. I guess. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, anymore. <laughs> I mean, anymore. It was just bad. It was yeah. just bad. But, you know, speaking of bad, Vince, yep. it's college football weekend. I like Dear it. God, I didn't. Uh, two weekends <laughs> in a row, Mike goes just over on all of his CFB bets. He needs won. a break. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know, listen. USC, we all knew they were going to win that game. I mean, it was yeah. honestly too close for comfort. For yeah, us. I was going to say that was just an eight-point game right there. <laughs> like, huh? Like, what What are you doing? What are yeah. you doing? Top 10 I, team. You know, top 10 team, sure. You know, we need Jordan Addison back quickly. Um, you know, that'll be good. But uh, I don't know. Did, did anybody see the conspiracy surrounding the Utah game? Mm. Anybody see this about Cam Rising, like, not starting the last, like, 20 minutes before the game like he's like oh i can't start now no fill me in i need to know okay so cam rising quarterback for the utah utes uh stud uh you know guy has been really uh lighting it up this season uh and, and has for the past two seasons kind of come out of nowhere was a walk-on all this good stuff transfer really good story kind of like a baker mayfield type of guy but um like last minute before the game against washington state they were like, oh, you know, this game could be closer than people anticipate. The line was four. Mm. Four and a half, both. And he was expected to start at that point. He was expected to start at that point, and then, like, literally 20 minutes before the game, they didn't start him. Wow. And a lot of people are conspiracizing to say that maybe, just maybe, they knew if Cam started the game, he was going to smoke him. <laughs> so they put in their backup, Bryson Barnes, to come in. Who is a like a like a freshman or a redshirt freshman yep. or a sophomore? He's a young dude, yeah, for young sure. kid. And basically, he got the start over Cam, and then from there, that four hit because it was twenty-one to seventeen finals. Yep. Score. I mean, do so you think they would actually do that as a as a number twelve team in the nation? They just, just got to be Washington State. I'm not saying they do, Vince, but I'm just saying it was just like awesome. a little like hmm, maybe. It was suspicious. Like, that's yeah. suspicious. It was Don't suspicious. Suspicious. Don't Don't suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> Uh-oh. I mean, it could have like been a little suspicious. I like a little conspiracy. Been a little cons- could have been a little conspiracy. It wasn't super suspicious. It was just a little suspicious. So. little suspicious. 
What I think is great, uh, I mean, West Virginia played TCU in the early yeah. half uh, of the afternoon games, and that was wonderful. Um, and TCU just had the game, like, won, basically. Mm-hmm. And instead of just, like, running the clock out, they were like, mm, nah, fuck it. Let's get those points. points. And, and they just scored another touchdown. Threw it right to the end zone with, like, a minute left, and West Virginia had no timeouts left. They're like, mm, fuck them. That's tight. one of the cool things I like about college football, at least now, is points matter. And how much you beat a team by matters, especially if you're an 8-0 Horn Frogs team that, you know, they're trying to move up the ranks right now. They're 7. But, you know, if they beat West Virginia by 10 instead of a 7-point lead, like, that's going to make a difference as far as how people are actually putting the playoffs out and all that stuff. Do I think TCU is going to the playoffs? Absolutely not. But – I think that this, if they score more, it obviously helps them, especially with the people making those choices. Yeah, definitely. I, I, TCU's been on a heater, man. I mean, they are in a conversation right now to be potentially, you know, top five in the country. Doubt it's going to happen, but it's interesting to say the least. Yeah. To say the least, very, very, very interesting. I mean, I don't know the Michigan, Michigan State thing. I don't. I mean, this game. They need to like make this like a snowball. They need to do this game in like late November, early yeah. December, because that yeah. was just like such a snooze fest. Everybody knew Michigan was going to pump them. The most exciting thing happened after the game. Um, so Michigan beats Michigan State twenty nine to seven. They basically fucked them up. Um, four Michigan State players start an altercation with the Michigan players and basically jump the shit out of one dude. In the hallway, they could have beaten their asses on the field, and instead they decided to wait until after they get their shit pumped in to beat the shit out of one guy for no reason. Um, all four of those guys have been suspended from the team as well, but I don't know if you saw the video. It was, it was fucking violent, man. I was just like, their pride was so far on the ground that they just decided to beat the shit out of a guy that couldn't defend himself. Why is Salt a, a defenseless human? I mean, right. I don't get it. Like, you lost the game. As big fucking football players that just got their shit pumped in. Like, just Weak take shit. the yell and sit down. Pussy like, shit. What the fuck's wrong? Hate it. I agree. Hate it. I agree. You know what? Those, those kids deserve to be prosecuted. Don't be a Agreed. fucking idiot. I, I hate that shit. It's so. Because they're ugly. grown men. They're adults, man. You can't be At this stage doing of the game, you're a grown man. You can't be fucking doing that. Right. And. You can't go straight up Bronx tail on somebody because you, you lost the game. You had four quarters to beat the shit out of guys, and you got your ass beat. Like, sit down. I never understand, like, when guys, like, punch each other in the head when they're wearing helmets. Do you ever get that? It's like, that. why, why would you do that? They're just waiting Aim for their for... knuckles to get broken, honestly. It's like, what are you trying to break your hand on purpose? It's like, no, punch them in the stomach. <coughs> you will inflict more pain. Or in, like, the arm, where at least you can see skin. <laughs> like, dude, somewhere yeah. where you're actually going to feel it, dude. Not somewhere. Like, somewhere. Check his oil. Do something weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> violate him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Josh Primo's ass. Yeah, Josh Primo's ass. Check, check his oil. Out. Bottom of a pile, check the oil. You really want uh, to send a message afterwards? Smell your finger. Uh, <laughs> it's the Urban Meyer exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you just got big, urbaned. In the Big Ten, how do you think Nebraska's feeling currently? Just the fan base altogether. I mean, they're defeated. They don't have a head coach. Illinois might be something in the Big they're Ten right now. They're a pretty good squad. Yeah. I mean, Illinois, hey, post Lovey Smith. I mean, Both they're doing something. That Nebraska defense looked completely defeated from the first 
snap. The first half was where Illinois started kind of taking care of business. Tommy DeVito almost threw a perfect game, 20 for 22, 179 and two TDs. Because he's they, fucking Italian, Vince. Yeah, hey, Tommy DeVito. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Tommy DeVito. Yeah, he doesn't go by Tom. He goes by Tommy because he knows what he is. And Absolutely, he knows what he is. He goes by your brother's name, Tommy. Hey, wow. oh, how you doing? <laughs> Shout out guy. to that guy, Tommy. How you doing? This guy. If Tommy listens to this show, he'd be like, do you watch that fucking movie? <laughs> hey, speaking of, Mike, this is a little bit of a, like a, an outside thing, but how's your Halloween, man? Dude, Halloween this year, I was not like into it. I hate to say it, just like okay. – Whatever this year. I'm not really a big Halloween guy. It's just like, can we just skip it and get to eating and drinking fun at Thanksgiving? Because, like, I'm just not like, like, yeah, you get some candy. Yeah, I'm kind of overdressing up. Like, I know I'm, like, ruining the spirit for people over here. But it's like, (laughs) I watch watch Hocus Pocus once. I'm happy. So that's what I did. I watched Hocus Pocus. Actually, my family was in town this weekend. So I didn't actually have much time to go and do Sally and do stupid shit. Uh, But uh, Sunday... Uh, the 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 fiance and I, we went and just kind of bounced around downtown in Haterville and just <laughs> went drinking and watching football. It was honestly awesome. So, I mean, can't can't hate on that, you know? Had some yeah. martinis, had a little, you know, we, we app hopped, we called it. We appetizer hopped. I like that. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, you get a couple bites here, a couple bites there. That's the most adult shit Uber, You Uber in, you Uber out, you're in bed at an appropriate hour, and it's great. And I don't wake up on Monday absolutely hating life. So can't say I felt the same, buddy. <laughs> well, I know. I know. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. Every other year, you usually, you know, I'd wear something fun or something, you know, easy, stupid, whatever. One year I went as Forrest Gump. He's uh, running around the whole time. <laughs> one year I went as Forrest Gump. Another, okay, this is good. All right, yep. here we go, Vince. Yep. Total scroll moment. Mm-hmm. Best. I already scrolled. Slash appropriate, uh, inappropriate Halloween costume. Go. Okay. For oh, like what? In my opinion. Yeah, that you've um, ever worn. That I've ever worn. Um, I you know I'm not <laughs> I'm not really one to go inappropriate. <laughs> Um, I do like when people dress up like nuns. I had a I had a friend that would dress up like a fucking nun, and they would do some fucked up shit in the nun outfit. And I'm like, dude, you're really tempting the devil right now, dressed in, dressing would. up like a nun. Oh, was and, she a slutty nun? No, it was a lad. Oh, dude, dressed was up he like a nun. slutty nun? Uh, no, he was fully covered, but he did do a couple beer bogs. He did a couple keg stands. And, Why wouldn't he you know, go as a priest if he was a dude? Cause it's funnier. <laughs> I guess you got a point. I guess you make a very valid point. Because it's funnier, is right. Do you have an, an idea of what's the most like respectful, like disrespectful, but not like bad? One year, my <laughs> I didn't go to college, so I was nineteen, and I went to a uh, I went to a school of hard knocks. Uh, yeah, school of hard knocks. I, I did a matter of two semesters at college. Goes to show you. Um, so, but that that first semester got invited to a Halloween party. And uh, I went as a used tampon. Shut the fuck up. I bought, wow. I wore a white t-shirt. I went to the, to the Walmart and I got, I got rope and a white beanie. And I attached the top of the rope to the beanie. And then I dyed the bottom of the white sweatpants and red food coloring You're and let them dry. Disgusting. 
and then I had a pair of red and white Nikes. Oh my god! <laughs> so there That's is so my gross. awful, awful Halloween costume. That if I saw you, be like, uh, what are you doing? If we get censored for this, I don't think you can. <laughs> oh, great! No, so yeah, so no that that's my worst Halloween costume of all time. Uh, I'll never forget how many looks I got that night of true yeah. disgust. Like you are because yeah, no one's asking animal. you what you are. Everybody knows. No, every, see, that's the great thing about it, though. No one's like, so what are you? And you're like, yeah. hey, you know what I am. Yeah, I will say I dressed up uh, like Tony Soprano this week. I kind of took a. Uh, oh, that's took, fucking original. I know, but I mean, it kind of looked you like walk, the guy. Were you walking around the whole night saying, "Where's the gabagoo? No, I actually didn't. Oh. A lot of people said that to me, and I was like, "That shit's play it out. You're making fun of my play people. it out." But, Played out. But no, I wore, so I, wore, a bing. I wore a bowling shirt. I wore some slacks and some dress shoes. And like, anytime I went in, it's like, where's your costume? I'm like, what the fuck? Hey, I'm in, all right? They're like, yeah. It's like, where's your costume? I'm like, I'm wearing one right now. You think I'm just walking around with dress shoes on and slacks and a bowling shirt? It's like, walking yeah. Around so I'm going, Christopher. Christopher. Yeah, I had, a, I had a cigar and I had some scotch whiskey and I definitely fucked the next day. But that's beside the point good halloween talk i want to okay. talk about my golden domers yeah dude your golden domers looked apart yeah we had a bit They're, of a chat about it last week the two teams this, that i've been dude. on they both felt this. like it was it was upset central here um not really with notre dame because they beat a ranked team or whatever maybe um they don't really have a quarterback I'm just gonna put it out there drew pine isn't it i think it's not pretty obvious guy. but the fact that they have a quarterback that completed nine passes and they still ended up almost doubling up Syracuse was a good feeling because that defense was just doing their job, especially against a Syracuse team that's been pretty good this year. Um, granted, they had to go two quarterback situation and all that kind of stuff, but yeah, shout out to Notre Dame. I just want to give them some love. Yeah, you got to give them love where love is due. I mean, hey, no one thought they were going to win that game in Syracuse, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they pulled out, you know, pulled out a game. Now, a game I want to just be awfully disappointed about right now is uh, Oklahoma State versus Kansas State. Yep. Uh, Kansas State is owning Oklahoma teams this year. Yeah. Uh, destroyed OU in Norman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Oklahoma State comes to the K-State house and doesn't score a fucking point. Dude. Not one. Not 48-0. Just when I tell you I hammered Oklahoma State on the money line, hammered it. I was like, they're an underdog. This is looking good. Yeah, don't bet against the the spread. Let's just bet on them to outright win. Yeah, just (laughs) no, but the spread wasn't that big of a deal, dude. It was just it was like it was like minus three. It was like, oh, okay. So it's not that big of a spread. So but no, 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 no. Kansas State (laughs) fucking destroyed them. Yeah. 48 to nothing. Mm-hmm. So Spencer Sanders had a shit game. Defense did not show up. Couldn't run um, for shit. It, couldn't it was... run the ball. <laughs> not good. Now, the game that everybody was sleeping on is Louisville, Wake Forest. Louisville yeah. rocked them. Love mm-hmm. to see it. Yeah, I mean, Wake Forest is going to Wake Forest. Every now and then, you know, they'll have a good team coming in. Um, this year, they're actually pretty relatively good. They're ranked I mean, 20th. They're, they're, ranked. They're, they're really good. They get going with that RPO. That's what I'm saying. But, you know, like, they, they come in and they go, ebbs and flows. I didn't expect Louisville to go 48. I did know that Louisville's a better team this year than they've been, like, in the last couple of years. Obviously, not the Lamar year. But, yeah, they the fact that they over-doubled their points is just, you know, that's like, okay, these are the men versus boys situation here. Men versus boys is right. And then Vince, go ahead. Yeah. Take it on all yeah. your glory. Buddy. 
with your, uh, with your Halloween theme team. Everybody knows that I've been a Tennessee homer this year. Um, if you remember last week, and this isn't to throw shade at you, but I will say um, we talked about how this could possibly be an upset situation. You're like, you want to see Kentucky go in there and just take care of the boys. Kentucky looked like horseshit all game. Tennessee Volunteers are a wagon. They're a wagon. Um, we'll see what happens this week. If they beat Georgia, they're going undefeated. I am absolutely in love with this team. Hendon Hooker's a dog. He's a fully grown man. He's ready to go. He's old enough to be in the, in the NFL at this point, but it doesn't matter because that team's shooting on all signals. They're fast. They're quick. The only thing that I'm worried about, again, and I've said this a couple times, is how fast their offense really is because their defense is getting a lot out there, and they kind of showed when they played Alabama, but they still ended up beating them. So go Tennessee, dude. I love those guys. Tennessee, man, coolest. I mean, those black and orange unis uh, the weekend of Halloween are dope as shit. Yeah. Like, those are so cool. Like, if you go into a home game with those unis on in a blackout weekend of Halloween and lose, there's a real problem. So, you know, Tennessee's that team right now, man. They, they might be the team to beat in the SEC, and you, you kind of enjoy seeing them kind of coming around. And I know I've been saying that, uh, oh, it's not necessarily going to happen, but mm, Mike every week it's getting right closer. Now. Every week it's getting closer. And like, like I said, they're playing Georgia, and I that reference was wonderful. Um, it's <laughs> I love getting that closer. Going, going faster, faster than, than a roller, roller coaster. coaster. <laughs> wow, I haven't heard that song in a while. Anyway, Balls like this, this okay. will totally come, come my way. way. A, 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 a. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. Thank you, karaoke hour. Um, thank you, thank you. But yeah, no. So their their big test is coming up this weekend with Georgia. That's a really good fucking defense versus a really good offense. We're gonna see what kind of happens here, but I, you know. Because these are my boys, I'm throwing a little money down in Tennessee. I want to see him win. I'm taking the money line. Ooh, hammer it home, my guy. I'm in. You know, if Notre Dame's doing oh, nothing, down. he's doing oh, something. So I'm ready for these boys to kick down. Well, Let's hey, see. we can't we can't like overpass that, you know, Ole Miss did beat Texas yeah. A&M at home. Big game. You know, What's wrong with saying. Texas A&M? What's wrong? Texas A&M is not that team. Jimbo Fisher is going to get fired, and a lot it's of guys are going to transfer. Team? Watch watch these kids transfer to Tennessee after Tennessee does some fucked up shit in the playoffs. Certainly watch. possible. Watch. Yeah, and it's it's the best time of year, too, because you start seeing these teams play well, and then it's just like, NFL, you can have an NFL coaching job. Don't go to the NFL if you're a college coach. It doesn't work out unless you're Pete Carroll. Listen, I would never. I would never. Right. If I'm a college head football coach at an SEC school getting paid millions upon millions to yeah. be a god, What's the benefit? How do I get that job? How do I get that? Someone give me that job. I'll be great at that job. The only negative I can think of is like you don't have to re- you don't have to recruit in the NFL like you do in the college football. I play. would love recruiting in college football. I'd be the coolest guy to come see you. I'd be like, dude, what's up, man? So like <laughs> trying to make like some money and play a game, I could help you. Right. I got you on a roll. So, 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 so you're a bigger guy, right? You play offensive line. Listen, we're gonna get you an NIL deal with Krispy Kreme. We're going to get yep. you an NIL deal with the Waffle Houses locally. And, dude, we're just going to feed you. And then, I mean, Vince and I have discussed this. I mean, I, I would be the king of swinging NIL deals for the big boys. I want that job. How do I get that job? Do I become an agent? What do I do? What do NIL I do? Deal? How do I go mm-hmm. slang NIL deals for big boys? Give me that what, job. you got to be an agent. 
offensive lineman, O lineman NIL deal extraordinaire. That's what I'm going to be. Just like 300 plus only. (laughs) 300 plus only. D line, O line. I am your guy. Yeah, okay. screw it. Fat fullbacks. Give me one of those. Chicago, <laughs> yeah, Chicago Mike is your guy. He's going to make you enough money in college to retire by the time you're 22. What do you like, Just Wendy's? Off, what, what are you, a Wendy's guy? Are you a Mickey D's guy? What are you? I can get you a T-Bell deal. <laughs> Whatever deal you want, food-related, maybe at the local strip club if you're a three-star recruit. Yay! You right? can get those wings. You go Williams, market man. the local buffet. Uh-huh. You may have to show a nipple, but listen, <laughs> it's all in family fun. Okay. It's good. it's good for you. <laughs> all right. Blackjacks deserves some marketing too. All right. It's true. It's true. I don't all know right. if that's going to be good for the clientele, but Hey, who fucking knows? Hey, you never know what these people are into today. Vince. Right. Anyways, uh, we got a big week ahead of us. College footballs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some notable matchups in particular, yeah. your boys, Tennessee, Georgia, you kind of, yeah, Led into it. So, I mean, Vince, what's your prediction of this game? It's going to be a close game. No. One, two. Um, I don't think Tennessee's coming out here and scoring, you know, almost 50 points like they have in a couple weeks. It's like a lot of people will compare this shit to the Alabama Tennessee game. This is different. Georgia's defense is better. Their offense is a little bit less to be desired than probably Alabama, in my humble opinion. Could be wrong in yours. Who knows? Um, so, what I see here, because I am a homer and I do like these guys, I do think it's going to be within a score. Just like that, just like that Alabama game went. So if I was going to say anything, I would say it's somewhere close to that 27-35 range. I'm taking Tennessee. I like him. I like him. Let's All right, it. so that's Vince's underdog this week. That's pretty interesting. Vince, we mm. might have to start a new like semi segment in the college football like weekly I like underdogs. It. I kind of like it. Who's yours? Like Northwestern. <laughs> no, 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 not Northwestern. Northwestern <laughs> couldn't win in a brown paper bag this year. Against Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, they, they could not win anything. So hey, my team this week, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, that's a little surprising. Yeah, it might be a little surprising. Um, Don't sleep on LSU at home against Bama. Bama's taking just, two losses, huh? Just saying. I you remember what happened against Tennessee. I understand. They might come back just even more pissed off. Yeah. But either that or a second, a, a close second to that would be Washington at home against Oregon State, Pac-12 uh-huh. matchup. Oregon State's ranked at the back end. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, those are kind of my, my two here. I like so, here. Yeah. Any any for you? Any others? Any others? Um, looking at the board? You here? know what? Obviously Tennessee, but that almost feels like a fucking fallacy. Um What's the one to ten that Clemson takes that out this week? Oh, not that, no way. <laughs> I don't think so either. I wish that would be the case. I really do. Um, <clears throat> but I don't see that actually happening. I'm not going to lie. I don't see a lot of upsets this week. Watching Syracuse last week was really depressing for them. Great for me. Um, so if I was going to do anything, I'd almost double down and take Pitt this week. But in all reality, I'm focusing on Tennessee Georgia. You know, that game doesn't really, like, stick out to me, in all fairness. Like, Syracuse, Pitt, like, I don't know. I don't know. Syracuse on the road, though. I mean, you got to understand, Syracuse almost beat Clemson in Clemson. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Hey, Clemson's Clemson's coming to South Bend, so we'll see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, Clemson's coming to South Bend, but, you you know. They haven't played a lot of good teams this year. The Golden Domers lost to Stanford. 
Yeah, no, they're bad. South I'm Bank. just trying to hold them. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's not get too high on this. Clemson's gonna come in and roll. I'm all right, emotional. Let's, no mistake. No mistake. All right. <laughs> I'm like a fucking emotional girl. Now, what a game I do like the over on is yep. Utah Arizona. High five. The add over on. Yeah. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. The, uh, the Utah go Tigers. Arizona. Okay. Oh, Tigers. Arizona, right, Arizona scored really well this week, so, you know, that's what it is. Yeah, so. they did. I mean, I guess a USC depleted defense, so maybe I'm a little over my skis here. But just saying, might be an interesting game. And then we got the battle for California. Yeah. Cal Berkeley, USC, USC at home, late game. Love yeah. it. USC's Under the lights. Game. Let's go. USC. You saw Notre and Cal. You know what happens here. Yeah, absolutely. So, Vinny. Yeah. Let's get in some NBA talks shortly, quickly, madly, deeply. Let's go. Um, all right. First quick thing, shout out to the Chicago Bulls. They're like 500. Okay. Good talk. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> so the Brooklyn Nets have some turmoil. Um, we've all seen the Kyrie Irving and the anti-Jew thing, all the thing that Kyrie Irving's been doing. Um, that's been out there. It's been pretty obvious. But what they ended up doing was firing Steve Nash, head coach, and – not even 20 minutes later, you get a little tweet notification from the Adrian Wojnarowski saying, Ime Odoka, the old coach of the Boston Celtics, if you guys remember, strange and unusual, probably what, like three, four months ago? Um, Ime Odoka know. got in trouble with uh, getting silly with one of his employees. No one knows the entire story. She didn't want to do it anymore because the organization didn't stop. He kept going, whatever it may be. No one really knows the story. He got suspended by the team. They allow him to go to the Nets. The Nets sign him as their next head coach. And my thought was, why not bring some more turmoil to this shit? Why not see what happens? Remember, the the Nets are supposed to be better than the Bulls. They lost to them by 10 yesterday. The Nets have been a bad team, like all things considered, this entire year. They're 2-6 and six right now. I I understand that Ime Odoka is a good coach. I understand he brought the Celtics to the championship last year, but that was with no expectations. Now this man has expectations. He's got problems, obviously, in his life. He fucked with Nia Long, and I fucking hate him for that. And I don't think we he's decided work out we well. dislike him for that. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I think it's actually going to be pretty genius for him to do such a thing because okay. it's not like the NBA said, "Oh, we're suspending you." No. It was the team, right? It was the team saying we're suspending you. So he's like, "Well." I'm going to go coach somewhere else. And then maybe at the end of the season, we'll look at that again, but he gets to go coach Kyrie KD. I mean, he'll figure it out. It's a fucking mess there though, dude. It's a mess. But if there's any guy to come in and say, I'm going to make this mess, my mess and your mess is mine. Shout out, man. It's joy. Yep. Shout out. Great song. Shout out. Could happen. I'm just saying, Emmy Adoka could come in and write the ship and be like, all right, no more bullshit. Now, here's what I will say. If he can't turn them around, then no one will. Well, at least you're favorite and then I think, Yeah, and then, you know, like the Nets at, after that say, all right, just blow it up. If, yeah. if it doesn't work with this guy, then fuck it. That's the problem, too. It's like they don't have James Harden, who was able to make plays when no one else could. Kyrie Irving can't shoot right now. He's just in, the, in some shit. Kevin Durant's going to Kevin Durant. Ben Simmons can't shoot. Ben Simmons can't lay it up. Ben Simmons can't dunk. Ben Simmons can pass. And I am so sorry, people. I am so, so sorry. All right. Ben Simmons the fuck, can Vince. only pass. I know. I'm popular. I don't know what to tell you. Um, ben Simmons really can only pass was my point. He rebounds and he passes. He's kind of a waste of space right now, and it's not working. Oh, is well. he playing right now? Is he playing right now? He is. 
Very much so, Mike. Wow. Yeah, wow. your guy, Benny, Benny Sims. I hate that piece of shit. We're back to the NBA season, and I hate that floppy piece of shit. I he's know. worthless. He can't shoot the ball. He's got the yips. The only thing he can do, like Vince says, is just pass and rebound. So he's basically a glorified big man. Terrible. Yep. I got nothing else to say about that. <laughs> All right. You mean Adoka? Good for him, though. No. Good for him, though. No. He, he might yes. turn it around here. <laughs> I guess. He might turn it around here. All Let's right, see Vince. what happens with him. Let's get into one of the most important segments of the week. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Set it up, buddy. <laughs> we have a week eight NFL overview, and uh, <coughs> certain someone over here may have taken back his crown. So, uh, Vince, why yeah. don't you explain to the people uh, that what this guy just did yeah, and, and why he is superior to many? Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I still have the lead for the year, so that's okay. But you do. You didn't even put it up here. Yeah, I do. I don't know. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Um, I still have the leaf. Why don't you tell me now? I'm up. I don't have it up. I don't have it next to me. God damn. We'll tell you in a second. Um, I do have the leaf of the year, though. I can say that with confidence. Um, but even so, you were only up by three up. games last last week, and, and and I won by like five games okay, this week. So how does that sake, even make sense? Yeah. What are you? What are you even saying? Up. Oh, we're tied. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. not up by three games. We are tied right now. Okay, which is good. This is good. We brought some right. parity to the Tied for the crown. Tied for the crown. This guy over here, I still got the lead, but, you know, he had a good week. <laughs> Watch your fucking mouth. We're tied, we're tied at 68. We're tied at 68. We're having a good time. Um, <clears throat> what ended up happening was Mike went 11-4 and four and I went 6-9. and nine. What ended up happening was after you Thursday night football happened, anytime we disagreed on a game, Mike ended up taking it that week. So didn't look good for Sir Vince over here. If you faded me this weekend, you were better off because of it. If you went with Mike, you were better off because of it. And, hey, touche to you, my guy. I'm Let's not over. I'm not here to talk shit. I'm here to give you your flowers when they matter because it's not going to matter in a couple weeks. Hey, I'm just saying you you can have that mindset. I'm just saying this guy's about to go on a heater. So let's okay. get after it. Okay. Uh, Thursday night football, Bucks played yes. Ravens. Uh, uh-huh. Ravens just, I wow. Uh, this game was close in the first half. Looked like the Bucks were going to go like mad off script and, and do some interesting stuff, but they just cannot move the football right now. Can you tell me, like, what's up with your guy? What's up with Tommy? You know, Tom lost a lot Which of protection team? in the offseason. Um, I don't know if it's the divorce thing. I They just can't seem to get on the same page. I don't know if Bruce Arians leaving the team has made the team a little lax. I don't know exactly what's going on. So it's not looking good for, for TB12 right now. Um yeah, I mean, they're yeah, sitting I don't in know. third place in the NFC South now, which is not what they want to be doing. Um, and allegedly, like, I guess the biggest issue with this divorce thing with him and Giselle wasn't the fact that he wanted to go back and play, but he didn't say a word to her about the whole Dolphin situation. Oh. And that came out, and then she was like, well, you lied to me about that. What else are you lying to me about? Crazy, crazy supermodel stuff. And then um, basically after that, I was just like, well, uh yeah guess guess it's not reconcilable at all so you take your billions and i'll take mine and have a good day yep um yeah so anyways bucks Bucks didn't look anemic (laughs) the butts butts offense does not look good can't get anything going um yeah Leftwich is looking like he was a one-trick pony there for that season and ever then it's just been going downhill i don't know the only good news The only good news for them is that we're not halfway through the season and they can turn it around. 
Um, oh, Tom, he, Tom, it, they do this. They, you know, he did this when they when he first got there. They were like, "Just Tom, it's Tom Wash, it's Tom this, it's Tom that." Like, yep. Tom's not Wash. Tom's Tom. So, then it can apply to the next team we're going to talk about too, because they have the same record and they have a Hall of Fame quarterback, right? The Broncos and the Jags, naturally, in in England, in England, Russell yeah, Wilson, little chappy town. Russell Wilson brings the Denver Broncos to a solid three and five by going eighteen for thirty. Touchdown and interception. Um, this was I just love impersonating. Yeah, it was really boring. That's why they had it on in the morning slot because it's like you wake up like super. You like you watch it in bed. I know that's what I kind of did, and I was like, oh, yeah, I was sleeping and out. Shit. <laughs> I, was I, wasn't, I wasn't. I wasn't that bad. No, I really wasn't that bad. I just kind of woke up slow watching the game. Had it on in the background. It's kind of like lulling me to sleep a little bit. And uh, you know, I just kept impersonating the fans. It was. It's so much fun to me because it's like they all have really bad teeth, and yeah. it's like. See, honey, when the other man catches the opposing man's balls, that's called an interception. <laughs> when he catches and, his and balls. And then after that, the, if the man hits the ground real hard, that that's that's a touchback. It's going to hurt him. So, so that, so. It's going to hurt, but then he goes to the 20-yard line. <laughs> Yard line. <laughs> the 20-kilometer line. The 20-kilometer line. 20-meter line. <laughs> What do you mean? The 20 meters. What's a yard? What's a yard? How many meters is in a yard? It's a good Bronco yes. Nation. We're riding. Let, All right. We, we shall ride. What's the name of your horse? Russell Wilson. Oh, so, so he's a Bronco. He's oh, a Bronco. Right. He's That's a Bronco. Nice. That's nice. What's his surname? A Bronco. What's, what's, what's your surname? Uh, Sir Bronco? Uh, okay. So Bronca. <laughs> um, <laughs> the good news is, is that they were able to explain interceptions to everybody that they know because there was three interceptions in the game. Um, it was it was a mess. We talked about the Jags a couple weeks ago. Like, hey, yeah, it was they close. Got... They had a chance. They had a they had every chance to come back and win this game. Yeah. And they did not want and they just it. Didn't. So. I I had some love for them in the beginning of the year, thinking, hey, maybe this Christian Kirk thing's kind of working out. Um, Etienne's good. Trevor Lawrence. James Robinson was playing well. They're back to their bullshit. They're back. Well, Etienne actually had a wonderful game. Etienne ran for 100-plus yards on the ground. Uh-huh. Uh, caught some passes out of the backfield. Plus. I, well, I mean, worked. dude, he's a stud, and I, I called it early on. Uh, I, I always kind of knew that. It's just once it got it rolling. So it's going to take a little bit of time there for ETN and the Jags. They're going to need a year to like pull it together because I do believe Trevor Lawrence is a guy who just can't motivate a sandwich. That's, um, I think that's a bigger problem than we're leading it on to be. Like, I like think he that... couldn't, he couldn't motivate a fat kid with a sandwich sitting in front of him. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Try to get him to go out and recruit all the offensive linemen. He couldn't, you can, he can't. Yeah. Like it's, it's the worst thing ever. So he's got to be like falling on deaf ears. Cause he looks like Spicoli and um, yeah. Needless to say, it's not looking so hot for them yeah, right now. Yeah, I think but... um, I listened to Michael Irvin today on a podcast interview, and he was basically talking about – He does crack that. cocaine. Did you know that? I would not be surprised based on the way that nope. he yes. reacts. Yes, he does true crack cocaine. Yeah. Ain't Joe Rogan. But, yeah, that's that's really the thing. It's like you kind of want a leader and a quarterback. I'm not sure Trevor Lawrence is much of a leader anything so this is a very kid throws um, a pretty deep ball we'll give him that much but you know another game that we should just get into because that game was a smidge of the snooze fest moral of the story is broncos go i just hate the fact that after the game like russell's like you know well 
I'm just going to be really fake happy about this whole situation. And um, let's ride. And it's like, okay, dude. Just, it's so uncomfortable. So and to know that the corporation I work for hired this fucking guy to come in and say this shit. Like, if I meet him in person, I'll be cool. But, like, still. <laughs> I thought, wow, that was a very cordial thing for you to do. I, I um, mean, you can't, you're not going to be like, dude, what the fuck? And be like, oh, dude, you, you went to Wisconsin. You went to UW. How were your yeah. time there? I go to Madison games quite a bit, blah, 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 you know. That's and about also the. Stop saying Broncos. <laughs> Broncos yeah. That's right. Um, Dolphins beat the Lions. Dude, the Lions uh, looked like they were going to win this game, man. Look, looked to. like it was going to happen, and I was hoping it was going to happen, but it just didn't happen. When it's two a time, it's two a time, buddy. And two yeah. looked good this year or this week. Looked really good Tua, this week. Two a two looked good against the Lions. Okay, let's pause a little bit. And, and you maybe, play and maybe, who's on and maybe your I'm, schedule. Listen, I understand you play who's on your schedule, but dude, they almost lost that game. Uh, we'll get into all these trades that happened this week. Was fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but but we'll get into that. Needless to say, Dolphins won the game in a true comeback fashion. Jalen Waddle, all these guys, fantasy studs, just good for you if you draft yeah. one of them. Um, and then Panthers and Falcons. I mean, the Panthers oh. did everything to fuck this game up, dude. What a fun game, dude. These were two teams that wanted to lose so bad. <laughs> they wanted <laughs> like, to lose really badly. They both did. And, you know, shout out to Eddie Pinheiro, Bears legend. He really fucked these guys over. He's not really a Bears did. legend. Yeah. <laughs> He's something. Eddie Pinheiro almost ruined the game for the Panthers multiple times. Multiple times in the game. Um, but they still made it end up, made it happen. Uh, if you took the over for this game, God bless you. Because I wasn't going to. And the last thing, Deontay Foreman. Dog. Certified. Is this offense just good for running backs, maybe? I mean, listen, I think they're going to run the ball a lot because they don't have an offense worth of shit. So, yeah, you know, there's that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just just, just saying. Let's just start there. Um, they have P.J. Walker. I'm Sam Darnold's just like, hey, I'm going to go play in the XFL too. And then um, <laughs> with all that being said, I mean, this game was just like, wow, the Carolina Panthers won it due to this bomb at the end. And 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 Philly Walker just threw that dime to DJ Moore in the end zone. That DJ was, Moore was like taking off his helmet, like, dude, what the fuck are you thinking? Hey, that was one of the most dope plays that has happened in the NFL. Yeah, it was a year. dope play, but but, but like, dude, his team over, yeah. You gave he, your field goal kicker who was struggling all day a forty-five yard field goal, and he couldn't hit that in his dreams. At that, they should have lost that game for sure, or they should have won the game. Excuse me, they should have won that game for sure. The Panthers. Oh yeah, and they definitely should have won that game. They should have ironed that, that game play out. After that play happened, we were like, "Holy shit, he's gonna win the game!" And then that ruined it. And I don't even know what goes through the mental psyche of a person add. when that happens. It's like his head's got to be so fucked up. Vince, to add insult to injury, this game goes to OT, right? Yep. So game goes to overtime, and the Falcons get the ball. First drive of OT, Falcons turn the ball over, interception, right? Yep. Then the Panthers get in the field goal range again. Fourth down, run the clock down a little bit. Then Eddie Pinheiro misses it again. 30-yard field goal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then the Falcons finally get that shit. Young Hoku comes out, or Young Hui, Ku, comes out because his old ho is not Ku. My old and girl isn't cool, my young Hoku. <laughs> young Hoku. You know what I'm saying? So Young Hoku goes out there and goes, you know, crouching tiger, splitting kicker on him, and game's over. So yeah, 
you know, needless to say, I don't know if I could put it any more eloquently than that. But it might be the most it. fun game of the week, honestly. <clears throat> yeah, it was pretty fun. And then Vince over here taking the fucking Cardinals. Woo! What are you, what are you doing? Uh, I don't believe in the Vikings, but maybe I should because they were. How they you should start believing in the Vikings because yeah. they're going to take the NFC North. Watch. I agree, and then they'll play one primetime game and get absolutely squashed in the playoffs, and that's all. That's all she wrote. Pretty much, and it's over. Yep. But I mean, hey, Kirk Cousins looked good. Good game. Had a great game. I mean, Cardinals defense couldn't stop a wet dream. So there you have it. Yeah, that team's toast. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, Cardinals no. are toast. D Hop yeah. though. Welcome back to D Hop's a fucking animal. When they get back, Hollywood Brown, they're going to be something to fuck mm-hmm. with. But if they can't play defense, what good is it? So nothing. Now, Vince, let's go to another team sure. that you chose to win that that didn't win. Um, so the Raiders played the Saints in yeah. New Orleans, and the Red Rockets showed out. And literally, I believe Josh McDaniels is tanking right now for a new quarterback. Josh I don't think he wants. I don't think he wants Derek Carr at all, and I think that's the first time I got Derek and the David Carr thing right ever. That's true. So did. Derek Carr could be moving to David Carr status after the season. Just you're saying. giving wonderful excuses for how fucking horrible of a head coach Josh McDaniels is. This Maybe. has been a book all the time. If it wasn't for that one season with Tebow. He would be one of the but, worst coaches. But of Vince, all does time. he write the book every day? <laughs> How do you want to every day, <laughs> every day you should write the book. I know. Whatever. Fucking whatever, dude. Every day. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> what book is he writing? All right, continue. He's writing. He's writing in his own shit on his own every shit. day. Every day he's, he writes the book. He's not a good coach. It's been yeah. obvious. His offenses don't run well when it's by itself. He's not Bill Belichick. What ends up happening is he comes in here and does this shit. If you remember, the Raiders' offense was better last year without him, and they have better players this year. So you can't really blame well, it on anybody besides him at this point. Like, yeah. what's going on, man? I don't know, man. It's uh, not look too good over there. You'd think they would be better off with the uh, old Gruden boy back, huh? So close. You know? <laughs> he almost did twice. <laughs> you think they'd be better with old Gruden back there, man? Yeah, you know? and I hate Andy Dalton. I think uh, Devontae, <laughs> Devontae Adams, I tell you what, man. I tell, I tell you what. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's yeah. it, it, it. Chucky might have been better at this stage of the game if he had those weapons. Just saying. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe the Saints would have won by 48 if Jameis Winston was behind the house. Dude, I highly doubt it. The Saints look pretty good. Chris Olave is that guy. So you love to see it. And then the Eagles, dear Lord. Dude, they're just that team, man. Just, they may be able to go just a true 17-0 this season. Yeah. They could do it. I think they could do the defense. They got Robert Quinn now. Like, they look stacked. Yep. When you talk about that leadership quality in a quarterback, this guy's got it. When you talk about a dog, a dog. and you talk about a dog mentality and Nick Sirianni out there yep. growing plants, yep. I mean, you can't have a better football time. Agreed. The city of Philadelphia is absolutely vibing right now. And oh, they, I, I would be vibing. It. I wish we could like have a, an ounce of this success. An I ounce. Agree. 
Because when we do anything in Chicago, like shit shuts down. And it's always like one people. team at a time. Yeah, it's never like multiple teams. Like the Bulls and the Bears could never be great in the same year. Like it wouldn't nope. happen. It's not feasible to happen, right? White Sox and the Bears can't be good in the same year. It's not possible. And you look at Philly, and the Phillies are in the World Series. The Eagles the are undefeated. And yeah. the 76ers are expected to be a really good fucking team this year. So, yeah, like, no, no, yeah, yeah. No, the, the, the 76ers will never cross that bridge, I feel like. Just saying. It's always saying. possible. Yeah, no. no. I mean, hey, that was an easy pick. We all kind of knew it because yeah. the Steelers are trash. They're bad. Um, and then, hey, I told you Bill wasn't going to lose two weeks in a row, yeah. especially against the JET Jets, 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 Jets. Um, dude, oh, Zach Wilson is not a guy. Is it <laughs> fair to say that Zach Wilson isn't necessarily a guy right now? I'm not saying he doesn't have the all. potential to be a guy. <laughs> you don't think he does? Well, he well that's the thing. Like he'll he'll take chances. Obviously, he'll take chances. Um, he threw for a lot of yards. He has two touchdowns. Those three interceptions were really bad, dude. Like, as I was watching this, one of them was a throwaway that he didn't throw away. He was literally on the sideline. He was going to throw it away, and he just threw it right into the defender's hands. I don't – I mean, obviously he can fix this shit, but there's something about him when he plays and, like, when he scrambles around when he's doing it where he just doesn't really care. That's what it kind of feels like. And he's just throwing it, you know, where he thinks guys are going to be, and it doesn't end up, like, you know, giving them anything that's worth anything. And I just – this game specifically, because this Jets team is actually a pretty good team around him. It's like this is the obvious problem with the team right now. They might be better off with Joe Flacco. They might. They just might be. Well, I don't think they're going to pull him. They're not um, going to. They're going to ride with him. Yeah. Um, it's going to take a little time, though. They don't trust him to throw the football, that's for sure. I don't blame him. Yeah, they don't trust him to throw the football at all. And I, for what it's worth, the Patriots didn't look that good. <laughs> like, it was the no, justice to I mean, look good. Yeah, and Mac Jones looked like the second coming of Tom Brady his rookie year, and now he looks like the second coming of Matt Castle. Kyle Orton, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's not good. Uh, to, to Needless to say, it's not good. Uh, but, you know, I believe the Pats, they'll probably go 500 this season. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe have a chance at the division. I highly doubt it, though. Mm-hmm. It's probably Miami's division, not so. It's probably the Bills' division, Mike. My bad. <laughs> it's Miami's too, though, for sure. <laughs> I mean, just saying. I forget the Bills and the Miami. Like it, the crossing lines. That, yeah. Well, it's just it's because so like, when dumb. the Patriots just, were really good, the Bills just weren't. So you wouldn't need even. Not think necessarily them. true, Vince, because Jim Kelly was fucking shit up in the late '80s and early '90s. So yeah, I wasn't alive for that shit. I'm talking about like 2005. You don't have to be alive to make it not true. We're going right. off historical data here, guy. I know. I just didn't know what division were they even. Take then? it easy. Take it But no, hey, another one, another one. <laughs> Put it on your back. Yeah. And then the Titans come out with Malik yeah. Willis as starting quarterback and just mm-hmm. ran the ball the whole game. This is the most like snooze fest of a game ever. I think yeah. there was a total like twenty points scored. Derrick Henry fucks um, up the Texans. Yeah, Derrick Henry time. fucks up everybody. Guys, but player. every single time he plays the Texans, he has a career game. Yeah. Every time. Um, obviously, Malik Willis is not the starting quarterback of this team. Tannehill's going to come back and definitely be a starting quarterback. But the Tennessee Titans are number three in the AFC right now. Look at them. Yeah, and they always end up doing this, man, every single year. But it never works. Right. It never works because they were the Tan best Hill team in the AFC last year. It was hilarious. Yeah, I know. And then the the Bengals come out of nowhere. Who did? 
right? So it, it's going to take a little bit of time out there. You know, I think the Titans are going to be good. They just need a quarterback, and I don't think Malik Willis is a guy. He played at yeah, Liberty yeah. For, for, like, get off get off of that. Okay, yeah, I'm saying. Got to agree. Uh, and the Texans with all, might be the worst team in the league. They might be worse. Yeah, yeah, the neck is not working. He's uh, not good. He, he's He's got Mac Jones problems right now. He's just yeah, not he, yeah, he's all right. You know, he's just a game manager, bottom line. And yeah. to do that, you need a really, really, really good defense. Back. Yeah. Fine. Hey, make your mills. Make your money, man. Life goes on. Um, make your bills, mills. Yeah. And then, hey, how about the pick of the week Woo! on this side of the fence, huh? Seahawks at home against the Giants. Vince thinks the day ball and Danny Dimes thing is going to last forever. No, I got news. It's not going to last forever. <laughs> not anymore. Geno Smith. Geno Smith is that guy. Pete Carroll, 78 years old out there, still doing coaching, just chewing gum like a fucking crackhead. You got to love it. And not only gum like Michael Irvin. (laughs) Chewing his damn face off, probably on more Adderall to choke a horse. And then not only that, just pulling out games out of their ass. (laughs) Like just pulling wins out of their ass. Kenneth Walker the third doing big stuff. And then DJ Metcalf coming back just like out of the – like DK – just coming back out of the woodwork. Like, oh, yeah. technically he couldn't eat surgery. He's like, no, fuck that shit. I'm playing. Yep. And he played and he looked great. So, yeah, I no, this team that. is um, legitimate. Pete Carroll's the coach of the year right now. Um, they're leading their division, which is pretty they're fucking crazy. Five, they're five draft picks, literally consecutive. They're like one, rounds one through five all yeah. hit. Yeah. It's and the thing is, is now they have Broncos picks too. Which is Let's a big fly. fucking thing. Um, yeah, right? Seahawks Bronx. Nation. Let's fly. Yeah, you never see. Let's fly like that. Seahawks um, Nation. Let's fly. Um, yeah, no, Geno Smith looks really fucking good. And I'm waiting for the other ball to drop right now, and it's just not happening. It's like they seem like they're a really Gino? good team. They all Gino kind of look really good out of West Virginia. Geno looked like this guy out of West Virginia. Maybe he yeah. just needed five years on a bench. Who knows? Well, no, I mean, no doubt about it, but also none of us thought Geno Smith's coming in here to be a world beater. No one even thought he was starting in the beginning of the year because they thought it was Drew Locke's team, and it's just not. And Geno Smith, like, he takes care of the ball, and he puts the ball where it needs to be. Some of the throws he's been making this year are just absolute dimes, over and over and over again, just dimes. He has great, good protection because that was always the thing. Russ doesn't have protection. So they brought in all the protection. Yep. Ty Lockett's a dog. Yep. As long as he, a dog. You see him miss that ball though. Yeah, but then he made up for it because he caught yeah. one. He caught a touchdown. Yes, he did, and it's just funny because Salaki doesn't drop the ball. That's like his never thing. drops the ball. That's his mo. So <laughs> you gotta love it. You yeah. gotta love it. So go, go Hawks. Gotta love to see it. Yeah. Uh, and then Taylor Heineke season, bro. Telling you, dude. I love uh, Carson Wentz. Even when he does come back, is not taking over. Fuck that. I love Taylor Heineke. I've always loved Taylor Heineke. So fucking fun to watch. Dan Snyder might sell the team. Shout out to Dan Snyder selling the team because he's a piece of human shit. But Taylor Heineke... Most people in the NFLs are giant pieces of human shit. Agreed. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Taylor Heineke is the man. Uh, I think these receivers are very thankful for the fact that they have a guy that's ready to run and gun. And uh, Terry McLaurin had quite a game. Didn't even get a TD, but it didn't matter because he had quite a game. Scary Terry, when he has Heineke at the helm, uh, does some fun shit. Yeah. And then the Sam Ellinger experiment... Not bad. It's okay. Not good. Not good. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't like, think he's all right. Gonna be, he's not going mean, to be the starting right. quarterback for a long time, but he will be for at least the next couple weeks here. So we'll see what ends up happening. No, I mean, hey, who knows? Maybe he just needs his time. I mean, hey, for your first game to score sixteen points, you lose by a point, you keep your team in the game. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's not. It's not a terrible thing. He's just going to need some time to develop. 
They haven't scored a touchdown, it feels like, in so long that the fact that they scored a touchdown, I was like, wow. Look at that. Yay. Yay. Good high, job, five if you, high five if you took Jonathan Taylor with the first pick in the draft. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. This guy. Oh, awesome. sweet. Let's move forward. Yeah. Uh, Chris McCaffrey out here Woo. pulling off the fucking trifecta events against Shan the damn Rams. Dude, Christian McCaffrey ran for a touchdown on Sunday. Yep. Christian McCaffrey caught a touchdown on mm-hmm. Sunday. Christian McCaffrey threw a touchdown on Sunday. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey took a shit in the end zone. <laughs> to, no, no, he didn't. He didn't. But if he did, he wouldn't could be surprised. Have. I wouldn't be surprised. He could have done anything in the end zone he wanted to on Sunday because the Rams are not good anymore. And I okay. am a firm believer in that. And this McVeigh thing is like, fuck those draft picks. Well, I, I'm assuming you'd like some of those draft picks because get now you're getting exposed. Yeah. And that's going to be the end of McVeigh. McVeigh was probably right at the end of the Super Bowl to go, I don't know, man, I might retire. I sound like a young John you Gruden. You should yeah. probably yeah. just go and do what Gruden did and just let Matthew Stafford right off did, the sunset with his smoking hot flower. Like what? <laughs> don't do all the things that Gruden did. <laughs> um, yeah, they all do it, let's face it. Come on. Fucking Come on. Collusion yeah. everywhere. Come no, on. I was talking about the emails. Um, yeah, they, they're so, all. Yeah, 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 they're bad. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, Super Bowl hangover's looking real with them. Um, they have players. That's the thing. Cooper Cup's obviously still getting the ball a lot. Allen Robinson seems to be coming alive of late. This San Francisco offense with Christian McCaffrey, it's like Kyle Shanahan had a wet dream one time about Christian McCaffrey, and the fact that he's on the team now is just like, wow, this is my wet dream come to life. He is perfect for this offense. If he stays healthy, I don't see anybody in the NFC doing shit to the 49ers for a long time here. Yeah. We'll they might win. Again. They might like they might win the entire conference and maybe the Super Bowl. They look fucking insane with him. I mean, dude, Jimmy G can get you there. Yeah, he's done it. Jimmy <laughs> He's the guy, man. I, I don't care. Yeah. That that boy from Arlington Heights can slang a football. So that's all I got to say about that. Um, but yeah, no. With with the Forty ers right now, if that defense starts to come around, guys start yeah. to get healthy, coming back. they are going to be like the Wu Tang Clan, something to fuck with. But um, let's just go into the Sunday this night game. Yeah. Um, by this time, I um, um, any uh, like any time the Packers are a four point underdog going into a game or a double digit point underdog going into a game, I'm like, mm, yeah, and. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just love it. I just love it. I think it's great because everybody knew Aaron Rodgers was not going to Aaron Rodgers. And, uh, yeah, it's great. It was great. Yeah. No, I mean, I Bills, gotta Bills are that team. Bills are that team. The Packers might be bad. They're tied with the Bears in the division right now. They obviously got the upper hand because of the win, but they didn't do anything in the trade deadline. We're going to talk about the trade deadline in a moment, but they didn't do anything, and they needed to because that receiving core is – weak very weak and i don't see anything coming out of it for the packers this year this is just the vikings division to take and i'm happier because of it that's all i'll say about that yeah fuck the packers i'm 100 percent on board with this this is fantastic and then on monday night everybody was like oh halloween game battle for battle for uh (laughs) battle for ohio on a lake and uh oh boy did we make a mistake um, Jacoby Brissett <laughs> rocked the shit. I mean, dude, he looked great. He was really good. Yeah, like really, really good. 
Like it was wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that I like, don't expect. Start for out the, of the Bears guy. tomorrow potentially good. That's the problem, and then next week he's going to look like shit. Um, their running attack's well, great. Yeah, that's Nick what they Chubb do. is fucking incredible. Amari Cooper, don't forget about him just because he's in brown and orange now. He's still a dog. The Cowboys can kind of use him right now. And the I mean, is it, is, it, is it out of bounds to say that the Cowboys, if they have Amari Cooper on their team right now, are not like a top five offense in the NFL? I mean, I mean they already kind of are, but just yeah, I mean, top two of that. Embarrassment of riches. That's the thing. It's like a lot of, I don't know. It seems like a lot of times with receivers, when they leave a team, it's like, oh, like he's washed now. Not the case with him. It sort of happened with Julio a little bit. It wasn't working out too well for him, but this is not the same situation. Mari Cooper's still a young guy, and he is a beast at receiver, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens when this quarterback change happens in week 11. Oh, yeah, going to be very interesting to see what happens. I think Deshaun Watson's going to come in and rake, though. He's had time to learn the offense. I think it's yeah. going to be just A-OK. I, I, don't think, I don't think they're going to skip a beat at all. If anything, they're going to get better. Uh, it's going to take a little bit of time, but definitely feeling that. I agree. Definitely feeling that one. Yeah. And that's week no, eight. But, yeah, that's week eight. We, we did miss our team, Vince, though. We and, did. you know, Something it is good. officially now Bears Corner. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, it's a interesting one coming off a week where we were very high on the Bears, high on life. And we have a very over-aggressive roar. Uh And this week, I'm just going to go straight up. (sighs) (sighs) And and that's all I got because it's like, okay, it was like I I took good things from the game. Um, Needless to say, we didn't look great. Defense looked like they were asleep. And I don't know if that's because everybody knew Rokron was going to get traded and Robert Quinn was getting traded and we're going to get into all that. But, like, I don't know if the whole team knew. But it, they kind of were playing like they knew. And I don't uh, think they knew everything that was going to happen for sure, but the defense just wasn't together at all. And they gave up yeah. 50. And I'm honestly kind of cool with it. I'm like, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Lose Fuck. some games. You want to know who went 17 for 23 with two TDs and 151? Justin Fields. And that's the biggest thing I care about. Justin um, Fields looked, looked like really a good. dog on really Sunday. Good. That kid looked fantastic. And that Dallas so, defense is no joke. That's a good squad there. So it's not like he's going against some like shitty guys. Like Micah Parsons, like Trayvon Diggs. Those are some scary dudes out there. Those are some real scary dudes out there, honestly, bro. I, I believe that that defense, Micah Parsons, all those guys, I mean – Leighton Vander Esch, I mean, just beastly. Um, I believe that they are a team this year. Uh, I don't believe they're going to go to a Super Bowl because it was the Cowboys' Super Bowl and the Cowboys yeah, will no. fuck it up. I just thought this was one of those games where the Cowboys lose, right? I because like the it. Bears coming in high off of a big, big win, you know, look good, look the part, big road win, you know, not going to pull it off in Dallas with the. You know, with the the new uni and all that good jazz, not going to happen. Now, yeah. I will say this though: Justin I Fields looks like things, the. By the way, yeah, not bad. I mean, the all oranges. Yeah, I don't think it works. I think they're kind of cool. I it's fine. It's just like when they're playing and they're bad, you're just like what? And they wore it against the Commanders too, and they were playing, and I was just like, I just don't even like. Yeah, them. maybe those jerseys are the problem, not not the cursed. not the team, just the jerseys. Right. The all cursed. whites are cool, and the all blues are really cool. And I agree. They do rock them, yeah. um, but. I think the biggest thing to take away from this game is that Justin Fields, I think he's quarterback of the future, Vince. I, I don't 
I agree. I don't really have any reservations about that. The kid is a freak athlete, can throw the ball down the field, can fit the ball in tight windows, smart enough, uh, needs to learn a little bit more, needs to, you know, go through his lumps. But I, I think in two years' time, we're going to be having a different conversation. I'd like to. I would like that to be the case. I think you're I think- right, but I, you know. I don't know what that feels like yet. So, because <laughs> we haven't had that happen to us before. So, we'll see what happens. I've been hurt before, Mike. Many I've times. been hurt before. Many times. <laughs> Many we times. thought it was Mitch. We thought it was Mitch there for the first I, year. We thought yeah. it. We thought I it. I don't even know about that. <laughs> we did. We, we were yeah, still like, I mean, it's true. all right. But, yeah. no, but the thing with Justin Fields is he's changing arm angles. Like, guys are in his face and he's finding ways to throw the ball around people. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, no, I, he the sidearm throws are are really fun. They're nasty. Lie. It's like he's playing shortstop for the fucking socks out there, throwing sidearm, throwing this way, throwing that way. People in his face, no fucks given. Just throwing the ball, no one's gonna get his face smacked. Yeah, and he's just, you know he's he's fast and he's ballsy and he looks like a leader, which is a big. They're all three big things. Big one, big one. Looks like the team wants to rally around them, and it's going to take a little bit of time. What I do like to see, though, is that this management is starting to understand that, you know what, we're going to build around our young quarterback. We're going to take defense. We're going to put that priority last. Yeah. And then what we're going to do now is prioritize that offense to build around our young quarterback and show him we have some faith in him. Yeah, and then fix the defense after. Because <clears throat> it seems like they're a lot better at doing that than building an offense, so make that your priority. Um, right, and they made a lot of moves here, and we'll talk about it in a second. It's just like they seem to be doing a different path than we're used to, and they're just try anything that we haven't done yet. That's honestly yeah, what right. It feels just like. the the road less traveled, maybe the road we need to go down. Even right though now. that's the road most traveled now, and it seems to fucking work. So why wouldn't you do it? Well, right, and and maybe <laughs> maybe Ryan Poles going, I'm never going to do what the Ryan before me did. You know, that's big. Yeah, um, it can help. It could. It could very well help, and I think it's going to. And, and to kind of lead into that, you know, the trade deadline was the busiest trade deadline I've ever seen. Ever. Yeah. Um, to kind of start, you know, we, we choose to move Robert Quinn out of town after uh-huh. that nice game he had in New England for a fourth-round draft pick. And I believe it was a sixth-round draft pick, right, um, for Robert Quinn to the Eagles, yep. shipping to the Eagles. And then like this was surprising. <laughs> What's up? Like they need it. <laughs> Well, just saying, but we need the fourth round pick, by the way, 2023 fourth round pick. Fine. We need draft capital. Love the pick. Love the trade. We don't need that guy right now. Let him go somewhere. Agreed. Uh, And then Roquan, this, this kind of was like. A little surprising. Yeah. A little surprising. What what are your thoughts about the trade, Vince? I liked it. Um, You liked it. Yeah. And we talked about it a little bit. He's an off ball linebacker. People don't pay for that shit right now. He's going to want a bag. Bears weren't going to give him a bag. It was obvious when he was talking to them during their contract talks that they weren't close. It wasn't going to happen, and they didn't want to waste a tag on him, and I get that. So what you should do is trade him for the half a year that you have instead of getting one compensatory or compository, whatever the fucking term is. And they got back a you know, mid-linebacker, a second-rounder, and a fifth-rounder from the Ravens, and I'm kind of cool with that because now he can go to a contender. He can help out a defense that needs it. And then the Bears end up getting a couple of things that they can use and, you know, use this trade bait coming up in the next couple of days, which, like, they did. So I liked it, personally. Gives them a lot of space in their salary cap as well, and now they got, what, like six or seven picks. So it's good to see. They got six or seven picks. You know, I, I think a second and a fifth-round pick might have been a little light for Roquan. 
arguably the best middle linebacker. linebacker. It doesn't matter. You keep bringing up this term off-ball linebacker, off-ball linebacker. You got to look up his stats. Look at his stats. I did. He's led the NFL in tackles over the past two years. I'm telling you that people don't pay for that shit. And the Bears aren't going to pay for that shit. And he's going to want. Vince, what's the most important thing in playing defense? Tackling. Yeah, you're right. Tackle the guy with the football. Yeah. I don't care if that's a quarterback. I don't care if that's a running back, wide receiver, tight end. I don't give a fuck who you are. If you're running with that football on offense, someone needs to put you on the ground. And he does a very good job of that. And I, I just felt as if I would have wanted a first round for him. Uh, th- yeah. That would have been me. It's half a year. That's, I think, the biggest reason why they didn't end up getting one is they're only going to have him for this last half of the year, and then they have to sign him to a big deal. And the Bears weren't going to do that. So I understand why they would offload him for that. I guess, I guess, to add to this narrative, though, okay, so now we have two second round draft picks, one being mm-hmm. ours, one being the Ravens. We decided to take. Though. Yes. So with all that being said, we decide to take our second round draft pick, which is ultimately going to be the better of the draft picks and ship that to the Pittsburgh Steelers for Chase Claypool. How how do you feel about this trade, Vince? I don't know what to make of this right now. I like it. I do. Um, Why do you like it? People think we only got him for like a year and a half. Right. And so the way I kind of think about it, because I will combine these two trades together a lot in my head here. Um, So we gave them the better pick. They gave, we gave them our pick rather than the Ravens pick, which was obviously going to have a better record than us this year. Um, we get Chase Claypool for a year and a half. It gives Justin Fields a big go-up-and-get-it target that he can throw to. We're like a lot of, you know, Dar- Darnell Mooney does a lot of like midfield, fast twitch guy type deal, but he's not that big. And they don't really have a guy that's that big that's, gonna, that's willing to go up and catch the ball on 50-50 balls. Chase Claypool can do it for him. We have a year and a half with him where you can see, hey, is he going to be good or is he going to be bad? And then it also allows them to not have to focus on wide receiver as much into the draft and go get a guy that can protect him rather than catch balls because we already got that figured out. You're not getting a better second rounder than Chase Claypool. I truly believe that in a wide receiver position. I mean, Vince, you look at it, there's some pretty dope wide receivers in the NFL that were second-round draft picks. I'm just saying. There's a lot of dope second-round draft pick wide receivers and first-round draft pick wide receivers that never became anything. And I think they're like, let's go for the sure thing. Yeah, I I guess I understand it. (laughs) Cole Komet, Notre Dame guy. Chase Claypool, Notre Dame guy. You like to see the reuniting. That's why I actually shut down. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's actually, for Vince, he's a Golden Domer guy, but – you know, I think that does help, though, former teammate of a teammate. Hey, come, in, come, in, come on my side of the fence now. Let's play together. Let's have a good time. And uh, I think that'll be nice for him to get acclimated in, in a new town and have a former face. And not only that, but he gets to go back to South Bend on a weekend game if he wants to and show face and hang out. You know, could do shit like that. I mean, do you think he TikTok. plays his yeah, – no, no, no jujuing on our team, please. He was doing that um, shit, too. That was a problem. You see him yeah. rip a big dip the other day? Who? Uh, Chase Claypool. After the um, after the Steelers got a win last week, not this week, uh, he put a dip in for the first time, and <laughs> he uh, yeah, you're gonna puke was, after that. You no, know, he was just like, I got a head rush. And I'm, like, I'm sure you've never done it before. So he's a dog. He's getting the Chicago lifestyle already, I guess. <laughs> Welcome to the Lip Club. Welcome to Upper Decky Lip Pillies. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's our guy now. Bro, term ever? Yeah, no. I, I think I think honestly, to your point, it is a fair trade for what we're receiving. Hopefully, this gives Justin Fields 
two targets now, Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool, Cole Komet. Now, hopefully this can start to assemble some sort of a wide receiver room. Still young talent, semi-cost controlled, like the thought process where we're going next. But Vince, there was a lot more trades in yeah. the NFL. And, and I think the biggest one that we all have to kind of look at here is Bradley Chubb gets yeah. traded and gets traded to the fucking Dolphins uh-huh. for a 2025 fifth round pick and a first round pick next season. I mean, and a fourth round and Chase Edmonds. Jeez. Woo! Bradley Chubb's an elite player. Um, edge rusher is a position that people pay for in the NFL, and I think the Dolphins sorely kind of needed it. Bradley Chubb's going to be a good addition to that team. They gave up a lot for him, so he better be that good of an addition to that team. Um, I think they're really running and gunning and trying to do something with it, and I gotta, I gotta, you know, at least give them their props in that situation. But it's a lot. They gave up a lot for this man. <laughs> How much money you got? A lot. Yep. They, they got a lot. As Tony One Savage says. <laughs> as 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 the Savage said himself, got a lot. You know, that there was a lot for this guy, but as you stated, are, are we going to call him on-ball, Vince? On-ball linebacker? On-ball edge rusher. Yeah. Looking to be the yeah. play. Looking to be the play. So. Could, could be a thing moving forward. Now, what's your most surprising trade? Would it be this trade or would it be something else? The Jaguars... Trading for Calvin Ridley was my most surprising trade. Yeah, he can't even play this year. He's not allowed to play this year. And I I think they were – so they gave him a fifth and a second. Calvin Ridley is one of the best wide receivers in the league when he's playing. This is obviously a move for the future. Um, but, yeah, a lot of it didn't really make much sense for me because they're giving up draft capital for him, and he can't play this year. So, you know, it's – cool and when i saw that i was like oh maybe it's like an email Odoka situation where he can play if he's not playing for the falcons not true he is not playing until next year so that was definitely the most surprising thing i saw what about yeah, you definitely definitely interesting that was that was head scratching in itself to say okay but they gave up a fourth and a fifth round draft pick for him so it's something crazy to kind of add to your point with chase claypool like are you really going to get that sort of a talent that's a proven commodity in those rounds? Probably not. So that just tells me the Jaguars are punting to next season and know the season's basically out. What ends up happening too, though, is if he ends up um, coming back and, you know, hitting his incentives or whatever, maybe it could turn into a second round pick in 2021, 2024. Mm. So they're kind of like, if you're playing really well, you can actually take more draft capital. more things. Yeah. So if, yeah like, and that's kind of nice because then they're like, oh, he's playing well for us. It's worth that second rounder. So. Well, it goes to show they, they still feel value in, in getting Trevor Lawrence a little bit more help and Christian sure. Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Evan Ingram, ETN. That looks like a nice assemblance of an offense. I mean, if we're going to look at the <coughs> outside view, right? So with all that being said, I think the biggest surprise to me, Vince, was the fact that the fucking Lions mm-hmm. trade TJ Hawkinson to, yeah. the, to the Vikings. Inner division? Yeah. Proven tight end, one of the better tight ends in all of football, and you trade him to an interdivision rival. What the what the fuck? What, what, what are you doing? And two fourth rounders, and what they ended up getting back was a second round and a third round pick. I don't know. I didn't really love this trade. I like it for the Vikings. I feel like the Lions kind of got fleeced with it. Um, he just has to be good for them. I mean, Irv Smith going down is a problem for them, so they actually do need a tight end here, and they're definitely in win now mode, but. I think the I think the Lions hopped on it a little too quickly. I'm not gonna lie. 
why are you trying to get rid of a guy who helps your offense more than anything? I don't get it. Yeah. And Dan and Campbell was a well. tight end. Like, I, I, I did not understand this trade. Like, Some things it, make you scratch your head. Like, what are you thinking? That's the worst trade I've ever seen in anything. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I Eagles, Eagles did some work. I mean, those are like the biggest surprising trades, yeah. I think, of the deadline. Naeem Hines, you know? that was cool. I think he needed to get saved a little bit. He goes to the Bills for a fifth round in Zach Moss. Um, he's going to share carries with Devin Singletary. I think he's probably a little bit better than Devin Singletary, in my own humble opinion. So he's probably going to get more as it goes on. But Naeem Hines kind of deserved to have a bigger role than he was getting. Yeah, I think he gets a little shadowed by Jonathan Taylor, but who wouldn't? Jonathan Taylor's a freak, and, yeah. and he's tiptoeing on Anthony Thomas bust sophomore season level, but we'll yeah. see. Um, Jeff Wilson and Reed Raheem Mostert back in. Feels so good. So good. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, we are a singing podcast tonight. I'm just yeah. saying, though, but Jeff Wilson goes back to Mike McDaniel and Raheem Mostert back in the same backfield. I mean, Chase Edmonds ought. So basically yeah. what Mike McDaniel said was, mm, nah, you're just going to come. You're coming with me. Yeah. He decided to run it back. Chase Edmonds obviously hasn't been much of anything for them this year, which is why Raheem Mostert's getting the, you know, the brunt of the carries. Um, I think this is good. Jeff Wilson's a really good running back. And the fact that he just got, he got pushed out because of Christian McCaffrey. And that'll happen to any single running back in the league at this point, besides Derrick Henry, maybe. So, and it's, and it's, it is what it is, and I like him on that offense. I think it's going to be fun. Well, he knows the offense already, so not much is going to change except small verbiage. Yeah. So he'll be A-OK. And, and it's go back a lot those... of bye-bye draft capital for those Miami Dolphins. This yeah, season. Miami's saying fuck those draft picks, and mm-hmm. as long as they got their first-round pick to potentially draft a QB next year, I don't think is their guy to get them to a Super Bowl. Just I do. I like him. You think two is going to get him to a Super Bowl, Vince? No, but I think it's possible. I think it's as possible Take as it is. Take it All right. All right. Well, those are those are our trade deadline reviews. Vince, we still got picks for week nine. Are you ready? Yeah. Here right, let's get after. we go. Thursday night football, Eagles at Texans. I know your answer here. You're not taking the Texans. I won't let you do that because you're a friend of mine. Yes, let's go Eagles okay. all the way. Eagles fly. Fly, Eagles fly. The Colts at Patriots, a very fun, like, 2007 matchup. Who do you got? Pats. I will take the Colts, but I'm not confident in that at all. Wow, okay. Packers at Lions. Packers. Yeah, especially with that TJ move. It's kind of like, okay, we're giving up. It's Packers now. Chargers at Falcons. I'm going to take the Chargers. I will also take Chargers. I don't believe in them as much as I thought I was going to this year. So yeah, no, that. not that. T- they're not that guy, Bill. Bills at Jets, maybe an upset. Locking the Bills now. No, yep, <laughs> it's just like the right Eagles. It's over. The Jets it's over. look bad. All right, we got the Vikings at the Commies. Kirk Cousins revenge game. Yeah, all day long. I think. I think Vikings at Commies depends. Is it a Old night game? Oh, clock game. Noon game, yeah. Kirk Cousins comes back and just fucks shit up. Now he's got TJ Hawkinson. Come on. I agree. Um, quarterback battle, PJ Walker versus Joe Burrow. Who do you got? That's not- <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I definitely think the Bengals pull this game out. 
Yep, no, gotta agree. No doubt about it. Um, I wish we weren't agreeing on everything, but a lot of these games are pretty easy to call. Right I mean, I, I, there might be one game where we're like, oh man, that happened. Like, and, and I think one game it could happen, but yeah, no. yeah, it's not looking very likely. Okay, no. we have the Los Angeles or Las Vegas, excuse me, Raiders going to the Jaguars. Listen, Linda. So the Jaguars have lost two really close games yeah. against good teams, good defenses in particular. Oh, yeah. And the Raiders are not a good defense. I'm rolling with the Jags at home. Let's go. I can't see the Raiders losing again. I really can't. I can. If they do, I'm going to do the same thing I did with the Broncos last week, and I'm just going to put them off for the rest of the year if they lose this game. So I'm taking the Raiders. Dolphins at Bears? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Okay. Let's just – because we've basically said we're punting this season. Yeah. Uh, I will say, you know, bet some props here on Justin Fields on the overs. Because he's been running all over the field and throwing nice touchdown passes. Chase Claypool will be in the mix. Defense just doesn't look like they're going to withstand the the storm. So nope. uh, it's going to be a nice weekend too. So Dolphins aren't coming into like the worst the weekend cold ever. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think the Dolphins. Elite. Yeah. Two is not elite, but <laughs> Dolphins win this game. I'll be very surprised if the Bears win this game. Let's put it. Yeah, there. I'm taking the Dolphins too because two is elite. All right, Seahawks at Cardinals. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Yeah, they're winning. I fucking hate the Cardinals. They piss me off. <laughs> okay. Uh, playoff matchup last year, not this year. Rams at Bucks. Hey, don't count them out yet. Uh, I think this is where the Bucks really turn a corner. I think okay. Tom Brady doesn't lose three weeks in a row. I think Tom Brady is Tom Brady. <laughs> Still, I'm not out on Tom. Uh, Tom is a hero in my life. So, uh, yeah, no. I'm rolling with the Bucks. Care about him more than my family. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm taking the Rams because I hate the Bucks and they're not playing wow. well this year. So that's all I'm yeah. doing. That <laughs> I'm just being really angry right now. All right, we're moving sure on to works. Sunday night. We got the Titans at the Chiefs, possible playoff matchup. Uh, I don't know. Mm, I'm just gonna roll Chiefs. Safe, yeah. safe bet. Chiefs are winning this game. The Titans don't score enough to keep up with the Chiefs. And now we got Monday Night Football. Lamar going to New Orleans to play the Red Rocket. Who do you got? This game might be closer than people anticipate, but I'm going to roll with the Ravens because Roquan just got traded there and Bears. Agreed. (laughs) So we have a couple disagreements here. We have I have the Rams, you have the Bucks. I have the Raiders, you have the Jaguars, and. Finally, I have the Colts and you have the Pats. Besides that, we have the same board. So we will see what ends up happening. And, you know, maybe the uh, maybe the ratings will be in Mike's maybe, favor next year. Maybe. Maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see. Maybe Mike takes the lead, yep. even though Vince won't show me the true record. You know, it's great. I didn't have it ready, dude. I got to do, like, the sum <sighs> equation guy, and shit on Excel. fucking guy. He's got to so do equations. Deep. Mike, you got to do deep. equations. <laughs> I can't get it ready in time. All right. <laughs> it's true. It is true. All right, MLB time? It's the World Series, Mike. I mean, last but not least, Vince, we got to talk about baseball because it's October. So, And it's the Astros. Ass so blows. before we go into what's going on in the game, I would just let you know, like to let you know that the Astros are already cheating. Already cheating. Already Martin cheating. Maldonado used a bat that Albert Pujols gave him. It was grandfathered in for Pujols, but Maldonado, who wasn't grandfathered in, isn't allowed to use it. Astro's going to Astro. Bat's been banned since 2010. People are saying, hey, you can't use that bat because it's dangerous for the players. I say, doesn't matter. Follow the rules. Piece of shit. 
Astros cheat. Go Phils. Let's go, baby. That's my well, opinion. it's not only that the bad thing. Why why do certain players get it grandfathered in? Like that's such bullshit. Yeah. This isn't like fire alarm. <laughs> right. It's not like your building's X amount old and yeah. oh, it's grandfathered in. No, 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 no. It's a game. And the game should be played fairly, and that's not helping. Yeah, no. Yeah, change your bat. So when you when your change your fucking up, bat and play by the rules, <laughs> yeah. okay. And and if that bat doesn't meet the existing codes to play the fucking game, you get rid of the damn bat. It's right. not hard. It's not hard. So with all of that being said, um, yeah, get rid of the bat. And then not only on top of that, but dude, they're cheating again already with pitching they're using foreign substances it's like there's yeah. too much ball rubbing literally going on yeah. in these fucking games by the ass blows that are like whoa whoa, whoa 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 why why yeah it's not um it's, it's not, not very... normal no exactly it's really not and uh it's there's a lot of arguments like hey you know i rub the ball naturally it's my twitch and everybody knows pitchers have twitches Sure, I get it. I always it rub the did, ball naturally, Vince, and I am a little twitchy sometimes. So. It did look a little suspicious. That's all I'm saying. Framber Valdez, don't you be cheating. You already know what happens with this team, but at least they know that if they do cheat, they can just start another pandemic and everybody's going to fucking forget about it. So <laughs> there you go. Shout out to the Astros. Not really. Fuck you guys. Thanks for starting um, fucking 2020, you pieces of shit. Yeah, um, that's facts. We yeah. are looking currently like it's about to be a tied series now. Um, the Astros are up five in the fifth, so it could change, and I hope I'm wrong. It could very well change, Vince, because that, that happened, you know, in in Houston uh, yeah. last week. So, you know, it could very well change. Uh, the Phillies are a resilient team. I said this series is going seven. Yeah. I call it Phils in seven. So, with all that being said, we got to talk a little bit about last night because we got to smell the yeah, roses while they're still here. Dude, dude, five fucking home runs. Yeah. Insane. Insane yeah. in a World Series game. So, big story coming out of this. Um, obviously, the five home runs are a big thing. It looks like Lance McCullers was tipping pitches. Um, mm-hmm. So, Bryce Harper calls Alec Boehm when he was in the on-deck circle saying, hey, I think I found something. I think I found something. Mind you, this was right after Bryce Harper walks up. Badass walk-up music. It was an 0-0 count. He's sitting there. He sees something. You donk. Big dong. Right field. Absolutely badass. Amazing to see. I want to see Bryce Harper win so bad this year. But Lance McCullers, what the pull away was, and it seemed pretty slight, and obviously, like, you know, you need to know more. Like, no one ever said you can win a World Series when you know what the pitches are, right? That's never happened before. I guess no, no way. No, no one's What's ever known nonsense? the pitches. What's that noise? Yeah, no one's ever done that. Um, but either way, he was given a bigger leg kick for all of his off-speed pitches, and every single home run was off a curveball or a changeup or another off-speed pitch. Dude, so Kyle Schwarber hit a home run so far. Four forty-three. Dude, four forty-three exit velo somewhere in the one eighteens. Just dumb. Yeah. Just dumb. Just absolutely dumb. It was an onslaught for offense on that team. The Astros just get five hits. The pitching for the Philadelphia Phillies looks good. The energy in the stadium looked good. The Astros don't have that type of energy. I still got Phillies in six. I know they're down five right now. I still got Phillies in six. I really hope they can do it. I'm saying seven, Vince. I hate to say it. I'm saying seven. Hey, I'll take it. I prefer six, but I'll take seven. 
It's just, you know, that game seven on the road, the game seven on the road is rough, even though the Cubs did do it in 2016, but it's a rough, that's a rough. We're not going to talk about that team on this podcast. Okay. Hey, team of destiny. They teamed a destiny. It It was cool. It was badass. They came back to do it. I don't think the Ashes, their Phillies are going to have to do it. Vince, 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 why, why? You know, the same guy saying that was walking around Wrigleyville with a fucking White Sox jersey and a White Sox hat on, filming it on Snapchat like a giant asshole. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, you know, I respect the players. You just talked about Schwarber. You know, Schwarber just history, show. history. I trolled it. <laughs> I trolled the shit out of it. I was, Mike, look at this. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm not going to say I like him. I'm just going to, Vince you know, walking around Wrigleyville, all these Cub fans, Sox gear, everything there. Hey, we won it first. <laughs> Fuck you. The day after, after I got wasted that night after they won. Yeah, like, yeah. See, Cubby <laughs> Vince, everybody. No, don't, dude. Don't yeah, I, just respect, you. I respect the history. It is what it is, and that is what happened in that situation. Hey, it's just hard to I, win seven when you're on the road. I woke up my mother that night to say, hey, Ma, because Ma's a Cub fan. Cubs are going to win the World Series. So she came out. She watched the game. They won. She was like, oh, man. She cried. So, you know, right there, your heart's warm. So warm the cockles of my hat. <laughs> All right, Vince. Well, needless to say, episode 44 is in the books. Yes. And I, think, uh, I think it was a good one. Hey, good one. go Phils. By, the, by this time next week, we should have a winner. We certainly hope it's the Phillies. We should and 100% uh, know at this time next week. And, you know, go Phils in the process, you know, because that's what we're rooting for right now. And with all that being said, thank you for tuning into the Taxi Squad Podcast, Episode 44, uh, Season 2. And we, we just hope that you choose to share this podcast with people you enjoy listening like to the podcast with. your grandpa? I mean, you need to let your cool old grandpa listen to this. Yeah. Just and like he doesn't Phillies. need to be, like, old. He could just be a younger grandpa. Yeah, maybe, he could be maybe. the cool, unique young grandpa. Yeah, he could just be like a guy. And if you're a grandpa listening to this show on your own, Thanks. well, thank you. Right? We like you more maybe. than everybody else. Right. And, and maybe your name's Phil. And, Phil, if you're listening to this, thank you, Phil. Or maybe your name's Astro. I don't you know. Just turn it off. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Right. If your name's Astro, we're terribly sorry. That's a genetic mistake from the jump. I don't yeah. I don't know what more to tell Big you. Big space people. Yeah, if you're, if you're in the space shit, we don't know if you're into this show. Yeah, it doesn't make all any right? sense. But, no, it doesn't make any <laughs> fucking sense the moral sense story. Tell your grandpa. Yeah, tell your grandpa. Let the boys be shared with your grandpa. And like it, share it, follow it. Comment, subscribe, it. all that shit. All that good shit. You know the drill. Yeah. And, and we'll be back next week. Vince, do your thing. Peace.